Grandmaster Flash really had it figured out. I'm Sam. The art of the drunken sword fighter. That's my game. I'm Jackie. Lady Justice is blind because she got hit in the face with powdered eggs. I'm Justin, and this is New York Ninja on Stinker Madness. Hello and welcome to New York, big city, the Big Apple. It's here. It's filled with crime and bad stuff. I'm your host, Justin, for crime and bad stuff, and the ladies getting stolen, and the ruffians hassling kids, and just damn it, where's Giuliani when we need him? Oh yeah, <laughs> I don't think we do. We're good. We're good. Yeah, we'll take the crime and the powdered eggs and the kids getting hassled. You just stay away, Rudy. It was such a problem that the protection rackets had gotten so brazen that they would just wander around and be like, where's my money? Yeah. Who are you? The guy you give money. money. I get your money. I, I don't get any money. How come you get the money? Get me your money. Hmm. Where's my money? I don't know where nice. your money is. Second thought, I think I'll move to Boston. Uh, before we get started on this podcast, I want to give a shout out to everybody that has recently subscribed to us on YouTube. Uh, you can find the podcast currently streaming on YouTube, as will be forever, because YouTube is free, and they actually host our files. It's amazing. What a system. Thank you. Finally, YouTube. Uh, I don't know why... 20 years ago, they didn't come up with you audio or you radio. Like, it's just like, duh. You, Google has struggled constantly to like do something with social media and podcasting outside of YouTube. No, just do yeah, whatever. Because um, they don't make any money off of it, probably. Are you YouTube? YouTube well, is a cash cow. They make tons of money off YouTube, but off the podcast division. No, because they're doing the exact same thing. They put, they splice in their own commercials. And you have to skip them if you want to. So they're they're getting advertising money. They're doing it just the same way as YouTube. It's just a smart business model. Like, like if don't let Apple be in charge of podcasting forever. You've got a better platform. But hey, YouTube subscribers, thank you for uh, joining us. You can also like and subscribe stinkerbandus or uh, YouTube.com forward slash stinkerbandus. And uh, I also want to encourage people to leave comments on our YouTube uh, podcast because it's very much easier to interact with you about specific things on YouTube because you're listening to the audio and commenting on it as we talk. Uh, and then I can go back in and just, uh, you know, hit you up right there. It's a little bit more complex to eat when you email and we have to track down which movie you're talking about and all that sort of stuff. So yeah, like and subscribe on YouTube. Yeah, but also email because I'm old school and I like that. But you don't get the emails. Only I do. That's okay, because you'll tell me about them. Mm, I wouldn't trust and me. And I like that. Yeah, I wouldn't trust me with that at all. I think that's a bad life decision. Hit us via all avenues. Yeah. <laughs> Sando Sam the Sandwich Man. General delivery USA through the postal system. Yeah, hit, hit him up. Hit him up. <laughs> okay. Uh, New York Ninja currently streaming on Paramount Plus and FUBU. Uh, Sam, there's a lot to talk about about the background of this film, so why don't you go ahead and get started? Uh, I mean, it's an interesting background. It's not, like, super rich. It was just a lost film, but I'll start with John Liu, okay. who is probably most known for the uh, secret... Oh, what the... Um, secret uh, 
shit, I already forgot the name of the movie because it wasn't very good. I saw it a long time ago. Um, he did a couple of Shaw Brothers movies. He knew Bruce Lee. He was a karate champion in the 70s and had a uh, exhibition with um, Chuck Norris, actually. Really? Okay. Wow. Who won? And it was Dare decided by... It was super exhibition-y. Okay. I think they just sort of chummed around and whoever got the most cheers was declared the victor of said exhibition. They just stand in opposite corners and go, yeah, 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 yeah. And then like the figuring the Chuck punched goes, him in the face at least one time <laughs> yeah, from, from the corner. That's how good Chuck Norris was. Yeah. Um, He had started his own martial art towards the end of his career, which is right about when he shot this movie. Okay. Uh, called Zen Kwon Do, which has mm. still got kind of a foothold in France. They still teach it in France to this day. When he had sort of broken from Hong Kong and started making his own movies, he shot one in France called Zen Kwon Do Strikes Paris in 1981. <laughs> okay. And then in 81 also did In the Claws of CIA, not the CIA, In the Claws of CIA. Uh, And then Dragon Blood in 82 before he starts making this movie. So those are something to look for, apparently, because we can compare possibly how I don't know that this would have been a whole lot different had he finished it. Right. Right. When you really sort of look at what's happening, like if. They weren't shooting audio because when Vinegar Syndrome finds this, there's nothing except for the reels. Nothing. Um, This goes bankrupt or the 21st film distribution company goes bankrupt right around this time. And this one was deemed one of the ones not to finish. So it just gets canned for 30 years, basically. But I mean, it's pretty Um, much done. Like, there's not that much more work to do. They released... Like 12 movies that were basically shot concurrently with this one. This one was just didn't make the cut. There's X amount. You have X amount of money to spend on post-production. This one did not make the cut. Other movies did make the cut. Um, This bankruptcy becomes part of the canon. Canon? Mm Mm-hmm. In that the guy who will eventually, it's Giancarlo Peretti, who I believe is just a guy who gets worked over by Menahem Golan in in certain ways. Because he would eventually buy Canon in 1989. I believe he was the one that bought this and then decided which ones were getting finished, this not being one of them. But after the sort of complete shit show that was the end of canon and him getting the rights to it. One of the things that Menahem Golan had basically wrestled through that whole period into his own tight iron grip was the Marvel rights Mm -hmm. to any of the stuff that he had for Marvel. So when he gets wrestled, like whatever he does to leave canon, Peretti gets canon for I don't know why at that point you've got nothing. Um, and then Golan and Globus go to MGM for two years, just grab a bunch of cash and then saunter off in their own directions. The direction that 
Menahem Golan would saunter off into was this. He then gets the 21st century name and does 21st century corporation in 1990 and did some other films. One of those being the captain America film that we did early on in our, in the middle, whenever we did that one, Sure, that was 21st Mm -hmm. century corporation, not Canon. It was X. It was past when Canon had basically gone bankrupt, but that was one of the reasons he did that captain America to hold the rights. And he's the reason that Spider-Man took so long. Inadvertently, this movie has a connection to the development hell that the Spider-Man film was in for, what's 20 years? Yeah, 20 plus. 20 plus years. Because Golan was like, I'm making it. And they're like, we saw Captain America. We don't don't want you to make it. Yeah, Yeah, we're good. Please don't. Um, This, there's no one that really knows how Vinegar Syndrome gets these reels. It's just a bulk purchase, most likely. And they find this mm-hmm. movie and they're like, huh, there's nothing. There's no script. There's no audio. There's just eight to nine hours of footage. And it's unclear whether the true ending was actually shot. There are the guy who direct that redirected it. The editor, uh, Curtis M. Spiler, seems to think that when 21st century went bankrupt and yanked whatever minimal funding this movie had that it was prior to them actually making a proper ending for it. Okay. Cause he said, I don't know if you noticed the helicopter that blows up at the end does doesn't not really blow up look, at the end. It's not a blow up and it's not, not that they would have had, they couldn't have blown up a helicopter with this anyway. Apparently there was the guy who did the makeup was reached later for comment. And he said, we would meet John Liu in the morning at the Howard Johnson's that he was staying at. We would get in a van and go to the shoot. And he was provided $100 to do all the makeup effects for Plutonium Man. Okay. It's Which I think he did a money. really good job. Yeah, yeah. Because that's not very much money. Not very much money. Uh, let me let me stop you before we get to Plutonium, the Plutonium Killer, as we're going to call him, uh, TPK in this uh, podcast. Um. The specific scene where the chopper blows up in post-production, I could see if that I could see that be still being the ending without the chopper exploding. If there's one thing at the very end of this movie, we're given a flash card that says New York Ninja will return in L.A. Ninja. Is that a thing or is that just something that Vinegar Syndrome stuck stuck on there? I think that that was based on. So what happens is is that uh, Spieler, because he doesn't want to try to have a lip reader come in and do all the footage, uh, he assembles his rough cut, which is probably just going to become the cut, mm-hmm. and then brings in the lip reader. Apparently, ex post facto, there was a pre-production script that was rounded up somewhere. I don't know what levels uh, John Liu's involvement was um sought out because he probably didn't want to talk about it and it's been so far removed and this was basically the end of his career he would sort of just retire into taiwan he made a couple of cameos after in like 1998 and 2006 as these only appearances after this production becomes doomed so i don't know one if you can find him 
And two, if you want to bother him with this. But apparently there was a pre-production script that had been found. So perhaps the ending was gleaned from that. Are you going to answer my question or just uh, totally uh, like. I uh, just did. No, was there ever a L.A. Ninja in plan or is that just something that that Vinegar Syndrome tacked on? If there was a pre-production script for LA Ninja or New York Ninja for New York Ninja found, perhaps that was tacked on to the notes or something that there's going to be a sequel. And so to maintain the spirit of the original, there can't possibly be any footage for LA Ninja because of the production to this. If there is, then this is quite a, odd ruse that vinegar syndrome is pulling that we'll never see the end of possibly but yeah my point my uh, point is i could just see instead of the chopper exploding it flying away to la and part two is new york ninja having to chase the uh, tpk down in la something like that with a pre-production script that implies a sequel that you then go well, this is obviously something that he wants to do again, so we're going to maintain the spirit of the original film and give people what we think he would want us to see. Yeah. And that's my answer to that, (laughs) is that possibly that pre-production script enters into that title card at the end because there can't possibly be any footage for another one. No, uh, I wouldn't. Especially with the dubious nature of the shooting of this and the Howard Johnsons and whatnot. Um. I think right. they did a interesting job with the lip reading. Some of it seems okay. Alleg or not allegedly, but admittedly, Spieler said he changed. He wrote some of the dialogue to just make it more sensical, which I didn't <laughs> find to be the case. Uh, I mean, you're working with what you're working with. Right. He sort of took it on a personal challenge. He's like, what would I have done if I was just an editor for Canon Group? And they were like, this is what you're working with. And I feel like I, I don't know that you could do better with, especially with what Vinegar Syndrome is going to give you. They'll, they'll give you the, the means to do this. But if you want to like get hard into ADR and bring these people in, they're not going to pay for that. No. You know what I mean? Right. This is a passion. There's project. no way that he's doing full sessions, especially because now he's pulling in favors. Vinegar Syndrome originally started doing like those gonzo pictures, the sexies of the 70s mm-hmm. and uh, 60s that were lost and also just gen- X-rated films that were deemed worthy of them to be restored. They are first and foremost a film restoration company. And they had done a lot of booby movies. Uh, So you end up with, you know, Ginger Lynn shows up to voice the wife for a little bit at the beginning. Um, And Sharon Mitchell does a voice in this at some point, too. And she was the one that ran the nobody gets the AIDS will keep track of who's screwing who until there was a data breach. And now that doesn't exist anymore. So I don't really know how they uh, keep track of who's screwing who in the. The pornos these days. I have no idea. Most of it comes from Russia and Ukraine, so it doesn't matter. I don't know what you're talking about. That seems... You don't remember that? There was a a company in L.A. uh, I don't remember the name of it. Sharon Mitchell basically kept tabs on what was happening in the adult industry to keep 
STIs as they're now called, especially specifically AIDS out of the industry so that they could go condomless because the condomless thing has been a row for 30 years that the unprotected sex on screen shouldn't happen. And the blowback from the producers are like, this is what people want to see. She was like, well, here's a good answer. We'll keep track of who everybody's screwing keep them from screwing everybody that's not on camera. And then, Make sure they get checkups, so at least there's some level of safety in the industry. It's like she did uh, a voice in this movie. It's like safe uh, seatbelts in car chase scenes. Safety first. Be a good teacher. To... How are you going to get thrown <laughs> to safety in a, with a seatbelt? Yeah, or fly through the windshield while you punch your, you know, the enemy. You punch through his windshield too. Seatbelts just going to yeah mess you up and all that. Dom doesn't wear a seatbelt. No, Anyways, I mean, okay, let's move on. Uh, speaking of Don the Dragon Wilson, he's back in not Blood Fist. Or is it Blood Fist? Sort of. <laughs> yeah. And Vince Murdaco, another kickboxer as well, does one of the voices Vince in here. Vince Murdaco. Yeah, Don gets to do uh, John Liu's voice, mm-hmm. and it's interesting. Yeah. It's you a, can just tell that it's Don the Dragon Wilson the Dragon. immediately. Yep, You're like, pretty much. whoa, Don. Not good. (laughs) Hired for his voice talent. (laughs) Again, you're hiring Ginger Lynn for her voice talent. Cynthia Rothrock gets to play the cop, the lady cop. Um, Linnea Quigley's in it. Apparently, the gal that plays the reporter got to do herself, I think. Because she was one person that people were like, hey, that's Adrienne Meltzer. And somebody's like, ah, great spot, dude. Nice. Okay. How about that? Well, I I also had a spot because the film tells us that 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 uh, most of the cast and crew they're gone to the loss of time, so they couldn't thank everybody or give them a credit. But I spotted one. Uh, Elijah Wood's dad is in this movie. I was thinking that the guy that plays Switchblade is Dave Grohl's dad. Dave Grohl's dad was in this, and Elijah Wood's dad. Mm-hmm. Yep, they're, uh... Oh, hey, Jackie's in this podcast too. She's been quiet for yeah. 18 minutes now. Jackie, you want to? Uh, what What do you want me to say? I mean, it's not like I'm going to be like, so, guys, let's talk costumes here because, <laughs> well, <laughs> there wasn't any, and how, the ninja suit was fucking ridiculous. How about John Lou's hair, It though? was like the one that you buy at the costume shop. It had, like, elastic things to keep the gloves on. It wasn't exactly high quality. The masks were all, like, definitely the things that i remember growing up with uh you know the ones where you breathe into them and they stick to your face uh because there's nowhere for the air to go yeah and they smell terrible yeah by the end of the shoot you got to make sure you get your mask back for the next day because you don't want to be smelling bob's breath for the rest of the evening um and really i'm just kind of entranced by the things that sam is telling us about how this movie was lost and now we have it back. He could have just recycled. Go ahead. I, I just think it's really neat that, I mean, even though that, I mean, I don't know what the eight to nine hours of footage was actually like, right? But it's kind of cool that they took that and made it part of the film, filmography, right? I'm Instead thinking you saw die. everything that was usable. There was just 10 takes of all of it. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um. 
and he may have recycled Secret Rivals is the movie that I couldn't think of. Secret Rivals yeah. one and two. He wears a strikingly similar costume in that. It could just he like took that one home and mm-hmm. turned it into a ninja costume for this. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I. It's also a very cool story um, and very important. It's sad to think that there's films out there that are still shitting shitting they were shitting on a shelf and uh that people have glanced at them and that it's too much work and i mean could you imagine like yes this is a cheap budget ninja movie you're shooting over a period of two to three weeks right it's not your you didn't spend years of your life prepping for this like you know fucking dicaprio or something but or he did because there's a sizable gap between this and Dragon Blood, and it's shot in New York, and all the pre-production he would have had to done. Like that's what I'm saying. Like he's emotionally broken when this thing doesn't get made all the well, way. Well, there you go. That's what I'm saying. But imagine even even if it's just two weeks, even if it's just two or three weeks, you put all that work into it, and they just go, no, we're not. The, the other people that re- you have to rely on to finish this project. They're not going to do it uh, because we don't have any money to pay them. <clears throat> and so it's gone forever. All your work is just in the trash. It's like if yeah. you it's like if you just to name a personal example, it's like if you got your hands on a bitchin' ass Camaro and you restored everything but the interior and the seats and you couldn't get interior and seats and everything else was amazing and you just had to throw it in the trash because you could never drive it. It doesn't have seats. That would be heartbreaking. It'd be heartbreaking. And it's like when we talked about uh, Jason Bloom last week churning out all that horror crap that you then take the lesser of two evils. You're like, well, if he's going to give me 99 of these and give me one whiplash, this is better than some Wall Street's coked out nephew that's getting to make only trash because you have those sort of people calling the shots on what gets made and what gets finished. Yeah. Yeah. Or an artist runs out of paint <laughs> and there's no more paint. They stop making paint. And his, He's and his dog two strokes away from Mona Lisa. Food. Yeah. He has to feed his masterpiece to his <laughs> dog. The dog is eat the painting. No, Scarfy. <laughs> My Mona Lisa. Dies. <laughs> Irony. Yeah, the dog can't eat paintings. <laughs> it's not dog food. It's a painting. <laughs> okay. All right. Are we ready to get into this? Yes. Okay. Uh, so here's the setting. New York. We get a title crawl at the beginning. The streets are bad and ladies are getting kidnapped left and right. And the city needs hope. The city needs a hero. So- yeah, so many things have changed, yet so many things stay the same. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> uh, Epstein. So this guy, uh, he, uh, John, sorry, John, our hero John, he's got a girlfriend or a wife or whatever named. It's his wife, okay, man, okay, his fine, wife. Fine, Anita. The- uh I, yeah, Sam and I are both like mm, Nita sure. Liu, so she's apparently his wife. Okay, according Anyways, to this film, they meet up in town. He gives her some garbage, and uh, I guess they're cufflinks, or I'm not sure where the cufflinks come into play. But uh, she rips it off of the do- the guy who tries to. Nab okay, her. so they're not cufflinks. What does he give her? He gives her some crap. 
She gives her a belt, like a bedazzled red belt. Oh, yeah. And it she, looks like a WWF wrestling cool. belt that she's going to use later for his birthday. Thanks. And he's like, remember to put this on before I come home tonight for my birthday. Uh, and okay. she's like, about that, this isn't going to fit anymore. I'm pregnant. I'm pregnant, yeah. Great. That's awesome. I'm going to be a dad. Yay. Uh, well, see you tonight, honey. We'll have dinner uh, for your my birthday. I'm not, Whose birthday? Whatever. Yeah, it's his birthday. Um. Okay, bye. And they break up, and they uh, she walks along, and some uh, villain. We're gonna well, the movie calls him. It's Jimmy Handcuffs. He's uh, he's sitting there looking at headshots. Jimmy Cufflinks. I said that. Oh, Jimmy Handcuffs. No, Jimmy Cufflinks. Sorry. Yeah. It's- cufflinks, man. Cufflinks. That's where the cufflinks come I in. I get it. Sir. I get it now. Jimmy Cufflinks, but I like handcuffs better. Um. So uh, he's looking at headshots because that's. How they're targeting the women to nab is they've all gone to studios and had their picture taken so that they can uh, give them to major Hollywood producers. Sure. And they've now got their hands on these headshots. They went into a modeling agency and said, hey, can I just can we get a pile of headshots? We're we're a big Hollywood producer. Uh, Can we have your headshots? And they're like, here's your pile of headshots. And they're like, ha, 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 our master plan is working. Step one, done. Um, they <laughs> well, seem I'm a, to do I'm this with to- those boat parties that are coming to light. Same they, exact thing. They just get headshots? Yeah, they're like, see if she wants to ruin her life for 40 grand. Huh. If she's hard luck this weekend. Okay. I also think that back in the day when this movie takes place, that your headshot actually had like your contact information. So your yes. address and your phone number right, on right. them. So it would be very easy for these people to go out and find these women. Yeah, I guess to stalk them. Yeah, you could. And then because a lot of the times it's, the movie is showing us just random stuff like ruffians are walking down the street. And, hey, there's a couple ladies. Let's hassle them. They don't have headshots. Yeah, they're just ladies going to Starbucks. But uh, that's the master plan. They're robbing those ladies. I don't think so, Jackie. Um. Anyway, so they, they rob them. Okay. They do. Okay. Yeah. They also. Okay. Um. They nab this lady because their grandmaster plan is to not just rob them, Jackie. Sex traffic, I guess, is what they're yes. going for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Yeah. With this particular lady, yes. And all the other ones. Okay. So the girlfriend, she sees, or the wife, sorry, uh, she sees this and she's like, hey, stop it. And uh, Johnny uh, Cufflinks, he just cuts her throat right there. She falls down the stairs into the subway and then he's like, not good enough. And chucks his knife into her tummy. This is, I watched this with my mom and she's like, oh, right in the baby. (laughs) (laughs) Like, nice, mom. It's good. And then I love how she. (laughs) I love how she slides down the subway wall, revealing a sticker, "I Heart New York" sticker that she died on. And then the baddest ass credits ever. Sam, we didn't talk about the music of this film to start out. Oh yeah, so it's a Detroit band called Voyager that was tasked with making a period specific score and it is right that's the one thing i would say this isn't going to be a whole lot different than what he intended except for this score that is awesome no way the music would have been this good had it not been for 
what happened. It is yeah. fucking rad shit. But it's also very appropriate. It's not like it's not like um what are their names? Uh uh Battleship, Battle uh the retro gunship. gunship. It's not like Gunship came in and did some sounds and then got very dramatic with what they're doing or like if Muse scored this, obviously neither of those bands would. This is way appropriate. Like yes. Time accurate budget music that is way better produced than anything that came out of this period of time and is fucking this is rad. almost like they're waving a middle finger at goblin yeah they're like we only had one chance to do it you fucks yeah no shit. <laughs> there's like eight people at home that are just like tossing over their trash can he's talking shit about goblin again <laughs> goddamn son of a bitch some people fucking love goblin i don't like yeah. okay so this chopper lands, and we get introduced to uh, his uh, John's uh, familiars. He's he's a, John is a sound technician for a local news channel, or is, is he, he a grip? I think he just is the guy that carry carries the recorder. The dad. That's the grip. Okay, he's a grip. I don't know. I kind of thought that maybe he was just hanging out with these two because his wife died and they felt sorry for him and they don't want him to be home alone. So they're like, okay, man, you can hold the sound box thingy. Well, so they, this is unclear. (laughs) We had to, my mom and I tried to piece together what he does for a living for the first half of the movie. She just kept asking me, so what is his job? Like she was super fixated on it to the point that I was like, you know, I don't know. And now I'm concerned what his job is. Is he an intern? Because at the very beginning when they're like, after the murder and the police chief comes in and he's like, I'm the police chief. I think the old guy, right? He's the police chief. He, or is he Rupert the Murdoch? The I could never tell. No, he's the, the top of the news channel on news. Six. He's Rupert Murdoch. Yeah. Or no, he's just yeah. like the, he's the, he's the head of the news team station manager. He's the head of the J. network. Jonah Jameson. Yeah, he's Jay Jonah. That's better. So he shows up and he's like, Oh, he's probably bummed out. Let's go visit him in this in helicopter. Chopper. <laughs> Fly over to him. And his as soon as they place. get into that thing, I, I turn to Justin and I go, he's going to live in a shithole and they're not going to be able to land that goddamn no. thing. So they're just going to some high-end hotel so that they can have lunch first and then slum it down to his house. Or what probably happens is they all get in the helicopter and they're like, pilot, take us to John's house. And he's like... <laughs> Does he have a helipad? And they're like, uh, no, but maybe he needs to get the fuck out of my, get the fuck out of my helicopter right now. (laughs) Fucking drive there. Take a fucking cab. Get the fuck out of my helicopter. Um, okay. So he's, John's up on top of his roof having dinner for two alone because his wife is dead. Well, I mean, at least they kind of did this right because the balloons are deflating. He's obviously been up there for a while. And he's just sitting at this supposed happy birthday dinner that he's never going to have. And his present is there from his wife. Mm-hmm. But he and he totally and, has a full-on Wizow breakdown right here. I mean, it is yeah. gloriously awesome. 20 years and before com- Wizow was freaking out about Lisa, John was freaking out about Anita. It's not fair! Why? And then you've got to have Dawn do the voice for it accurately enough. And it's great. 
like, you know, emotional spectrum in voice acting isn't my thing so much as kicking people in the right. face. Why, why did you guys get me? <laughs> but he nails it. <laughs> so ridiculous. <Yeah>. The... <laughs> Uh, and then I like how he karate chops the table in half. He scissor kicks and the kind of like, table. <laughs> but then he like also kind of trips himself up on the tablecloth. So he just kind of lays on all the stuff. It's <laughs> hilarious. Like it was pretty graceful. but You could kind of tell that that wasn't supposed to happen. But his leg gets caught up. And so he's like, I'll just fall into the table too. Yeah, this is a, this is a one take. We got one shot at this. We've got. The budget only allows for one table, so make sure you get this right. And he freaking falls yeah. down on it. Well, that's what we're going with. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I also like that when the reporter person shows up, she's just like standing behind the she, wall. She's seen this whole breakdown and is just like, wow, this guy, I may not be equipped to be his friend. <laughs> yeah. Beyond my pain. And after they have their conversation she just walks back behind that wall and stands there until he leaves i guess she says i had to write this down uh you have to be strong for yourself plus be strong <laughs> plus plus be strong no we are i i got it the first time when you said be strong you don't have to add another be strong on there especially yeah. while prefacing it by saying plus in addition to you being strong you need to be strong you need and then she's like i'm here for you and he's like go away <laughs> right. he's like okay yeah Bye. but she's trying to like push herself into the situation she's trying to like hug him and be all weird and my and I turn to Justin and I go, she has been waiting in the wings now for a couple of years, waiting for them to break up. And now is her opportunity to swoop in and have pity sex with him, which she's always wanted to have sex with him. But now he's emotionally vulnerable. Now is the time to strike. I am. Uh, tune in to News at 10 on Channel 6, posted by Betty or whatever her name is. Top news lady in town. And then she wants to have sex with the sound guy. She's been this whole. She's the top news lady, Jackie. She's yeah. freaking April O'Neil, basically. Less hot. Um, she's the crime beat reporter, which is probably a big job if the crime is so bad. She's a pretty big deal. And you're saying like, God, if I could only fuck the sound guy. Huh? We're not even sure if he's the sound guy. He might be worse than that. He might just be a grip. Or an intern? I think I think yeah. you're a little No. No, I think she's uh trying to bone down on like some of those stuffy shirt guys down on Wall Street, Jackie. Mm. Yep. Those guys like shitty wigs too. Yeah, they like shitty wigs on Wall Street. <laughs> her, her wig is shitty. It's shit. <laughs> oh yeah, it's terrible. <laughs> it's like how could her hair be any worse? It's a close cut. Tina Turner wig from Thunderdome. Whereas Tina Turner's wig from Thunderdome is amazing, and it might not be a wig because it's goddamn Tina fucking Turner, but it, she's got the huge hair, but this is just exploded hair that is close cut. It's terrible. It's terrible. It look, She looks like Mr. Perfect. Oh, yes, yeah, she does. It's Kurt Henning. <laughs> Give Kurt Henning his hair back. <laughs> oh, man. 
So he flops down on the ground. He's still crying around, and he smashes up this photo, gets his hand all cut up. Ah, Lisa. And uh, then he opens up his Christmas present, and it's a goddamn katana and one of those shorter katanas, whatever those are called. Yeah. And also, is did she give him a book that's like Secrets of the Ninja, too? Yeah, there was some other shit in there that he just kind of got. No, she gave him a card that was like, I love you. Happy birthday. It's not a Christmas gift, Justin. Happy birthday. I love you. I love you forever. And here's some knives. Which he immediately crumples up with his bloody hand. The last note that his wife ever wrote to him. And he crumples it up like a piece of trash in a bloody hand. Like, you're not going to want that later. He's not thinking clearly. Clearly. Be strong. Clearly. And I'm not sure how good these katanas are because they're, they look like they're in a plastic case mm-hmm. with uh, duct tape to keep them together for packaging. <laughs> and they have a really crappy case. <laughs> they're in like, it's a, like a, one of those long chair bags. <laughs> it's shittier than that. It's almost, it's like one step up from a glad trash bag. <laughs> right. And if Holly, it's if, terrible. If, if Japanese cinema has taught me anything, if you're going to get revenge, the only way to get revenge is to forge your own katana. You can't just go, uh, yes, uh, I, I'm down at the katana store. I need to have revenge. Uh, can you get me a good katana? No, that revenge won't work unless you forge your own katana in blood. Yeah, or you get it passed down by somebody who else has yeah, yeah, like, yeah, lived yeah. the spirit of the right, revenge. Right, and right, is right, like, right. I am no longer able to do this however this sword here still craves death yeah or that the reason why you need revenge is because that sword was so badass the uh shogun's men came in and killed your father in order to steal that sword and so your job is to break into that guy's paper house and as soon as you lay your hands on that sword now it's revenge time yeah yeah see you can't just the spirit of vengeance lives in the sword and is bonded with your heart. You can't get revenge on a birthday present. Come on, man. There's no passion behind that. She just went down to like the fucking pawn shop and bought a fucking katana. It's going to be a piece of shit. <laughs> she doesn't know shit about shit. katanas. She's just a New York bimbo. God damn it. <laughs> I'm, what do you I'm think not gonna she lie. does so, for a living? She's also probably in the news. Wait, before we move on to that. She's on the morning show. I just want to say I'm a little bit of a katana expert. Mm, okay. A sword yeah. expert here. Okay. And let me tell you why. So last year, I went on a trip to Branson, Missouri. Yeah. Katana headquarters katana. of the world. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, where my, my folks went with me, right? Because they were concerned about me being alone. Uh, so, you know, they invited themselves. So, you know, now they're part of this trip. <laughs> turned out pretty good. But my mom was like, I got to buy your cousin Robert a sword. <laughs> or your your nephew Robert a katana sword. And I'm like, what? And she's like, yeah, they have them over here in this antique store. store. Let's go look. <laughs> so you can and fucking like, Star okay, Wars so kid out. There. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> she's We're- looking at all the different ones. <laughs> I, it's, it's, it's worse. It gets <laughs> like the, the more I think, even the Star Wars kid, I'm thinking about it, and it's like the thought pattern is 
<laughs> I'm in the only tourist trap in Missouri. I need to get my grandson a sword. Yeah. They have those so, here. This is so stupid. <laughs> so the, the handle on these katanas, right, mm. is obviously, um, it looks like the ribbon, like the uh, uh, cotton ribbon or the the ribbon that's uh, made out of fabric, uh, right, that yeah, you buy at Christmas time to wrap yeah, presents. Yeah. Yeah, that's been glued onto the handle, uh-huh. right? Some of it's sparkly. It's kind of nice. <sighs> and then the other ones have cheap leather that, you know, uh, you make the friendship bracelets with. Sure. That they've, you know, kind of glued on there. And then the the little ho- sword holder, right? Whatever that's called. Sheath. The sheath. Um, it had a, it was plastic. Mm-hmm. It was shiny. And then it had a plastic gold dragon with a green eye a green gemstone eye on it and the sword was actually okay looking but i don't know anything about katanas but if you i was going to give somebody you a present an expert because of yeah, this expert on shitty katanas bullshit so <laughs> i'm just saying that she could have bought him a much nicer looking katana set than that piece of shit how, how much was this i don't know 35 bucks jackie the it, point is, it doesn't matter. $35. Yeah, $35 actually seems like a good deal, even for a piece of shit. Whatever. Uh, Jackie, the point is of the katana is it doesn't matter what it looks like because you'll never see it because it's covered in the blood of your enemies. Well, this kid's only like 16, so yeah, I don't know that he's like. He's in the basement. He's kind of lazy. I don't. He's a basement dweller, and I don't think that he's going to go out and get any blood of enemies on this thing. <laughs> he's downstairs listening to Danzig, dreaming about his katana. With Ooh. his $35 katana that yeah, will only right. yield the blood of his own face when it breaks. <laughs> I will have my vengeance! Oh, God. <laughs> God damn it. Oh, that poor kid. I love you, Robert, if you're listening. (laughs) And your grandmas are responsible for buying you a sword. (laughs) We're terrible aunts and uncles. Um, All right. So anyways, um, elsewhere, we meet uh, our villain, the TPK, the plutonium killer. He is being hired by the pale man. They meet in a parking lot in their cars. Uh, He's like, hey, here's your latest stack of headshots, uh, PTK. TPK, uh, go get these gals for me, for our clients and tell, said the pale man. And TPK is like, cool, I can do that. Let's get into TPK. I don't understand him. I don't understand him. He is the plutonium killer. He only, he has these glasses that are like, cooler than doc ox like they're sunglasses steampunk yeah they're, they're steampunky steampunk. sunglasses but they're not really they don't have metal on them they're just like are they fishing glasses what are these maybe they're for welding i don't know they're cool though they could just be for driving if you've got bad eyes oh maybe they are chauffeur glasses i think chauffeurs have like those wrap around sunglasses so that they're a uh, not discreet, but uh, not incognito. Just like uh, focused, the, 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 like the f- a human horse. Yeah, yeah. The, but also, yeah. you're not paying attention. You can't see the driver's eyes because the driver is not important. You, you're paying attention to who is in the back. 
Um, that I think it's one of those psychological things. Oh, they, you're not allowed to show your eyes because you're under me type thing. I think it's you're less like, of a human eyes up front, yeah. Beasley yeah. horseman. Yeah. Right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah. You're a horseman. Um, drive the carriage, boy. Um, I think I think they are chauffeur glasses, though. I think you're actually correct. It's good, good spot. But but they work great. Anyway, for a he villain. has glycoma from the uh, plutonium that he's been playing around with in a fishing tackle box. He's got a fishing tackle box carrying green charged plutonium. Yep. That he irradiates himself with when he's feeling sexy. Yep. And it makes his but face he... melt off. And then his face goes back to normal later but mm-hmm. like this is irradiating everything tackle boxes aren't rated for this no no they're not lead line um but also he's got a, a a light sensitivity like if he looks at a candle it both angers and hurts him but also i think sexually charges him i think or maybe it's just a pain yeah. thing like ball smashing pleasure i don't i don't know he's got a thing with candle he can't look at the light it's his only weakness is light michael berryman from the hills have eyes is voicing this guy and he's doing a nice job he is doing a great job this is probably the hardest thing to do in this whole movie is just be this guy because i want to see whoever this guy's was original performance because it is wacky it is a wacky performance that is given and then this have to replicate a looks, wacky. He looks kind of familiar too, but I couldn't yeah. ever place him as anybody yeah. else. But he's, right. the whole time he's like, <laughs> <laughs> he's just so weird. Um, so back John, uh, he lays some roses where Anita died and he sees this kid getting hassled. Uh, hey, he, Where's my money, kid? I'll get you money later. I don't have any money. I'm just a kid. Okay, go get us some money. So they let him go. And uh, John doesn't do shit about it the whole time because I guess he's still, like, grieving or, like, I'm not pissed off enough to be a ninja to stop guys shakedowning a kid. I'm just going to check this out. I don't know what his deal is. He's still he's still bummed out. He hasn't decided to become a ninja yet. Yeah. Later, we're gonna skip a little head. Uh, they, they're more ruffians are hassling other ruffians, and then they see him in grief with one of those like incense burner things. I don't know what he's doing with it. He's grieving. Oh, yeah. And uh, they're like, "Hey, give us that. It looks like it's worth something." And that's enough to set him over the edge. He's had enough. Is. It's not an urn. It's just like a incense burner. Yeah, I guess. What Catholics? It's use made of those. brass. I don't know though. what that thing is. And anyway. the guy that is the head of thugs is like, you ought to let me hold on to that. It could be worth eight dollars. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, I don't think you put actual gold. You make those out of actual gold when you're just going to stick incense and light it on fire. It's too soft. You'd have to use brass or something that's right. flame resistant. Yeah. Plus, it's got a wood handle so you don't burn your pitsies. And you just, like, 
I think if the Pope like blows it on you, or maybe I'm thinking of Native Americans. I don't know. I don't know much about mysticism. No, it's not the Pope. That's not the, the Pope. anointing oil, isn't it? Yeah. I don't know. No, they have like big lantern looking things in the Catholic Church that they swing as they're coming in. Yeah, with yeah, the that's what I'm thinking of. And the other thing I'm thinking of is their penises. Anyone? <laughs> Lawsuit. That's the thing that's swinging around. Yeah. Okay. Whatever parish is next to you just went bankrupt and you're now sued. We don't have any money. We're taking his and we're going to go hey. bankrupt again so no one can have that money. Give me give me give me your money. I don't have any money. We'll go get me some money. Give me some of my money. <laughs> So these guys are just the Catholic Church. Yeah, right. <laughs> and so he kicks their asses for it. Um, they, there's lots of, we're going to have, we can't even, we don't have time to get into how much karate there is in this movie and how borderline good and how poorly oh, executed no. it is. But no, I mean, not good as in like actual how karate. I mean, like entertaining. The it's like entertaining yes. karate but also very poorly executed. The choreography is fun. The execution is not. The first thing that I think of in the fight scene is I go, wow, appreciation for Shaw Brothers choreography has mm -hmm. just gotten better. <laughs> so he beats them up. He goes to the cops for an update on the murder case, and they won't do shit about it. And uh, this is big town. We don't have time for your little crime, says the cop whose name never gets addressed. Uh, detective guy. Detective can't wear his hat right. And uh, he's like, I don't know what you're going to do about it. He's like, well, this city owes me. What does it owe you? Justice. Okay, cool. And he's like, you and everybody else. I'm trying to go to McDonald's. Leave me alone. And then he goes to Jackie's favorite part of the movie. The pinball yes, freeze so, frame. <laughs> pinball grieving. <laughs> so he's underneath the bridge and he's going back and forth between these two, I don't know, pillars. steel pillars yeah. or whatever. Um, why? Uh, uh, and he's really grief stricken. And then he stands right in the middle of the between the two and he goes, why? And then he jumps up and does a karate kick. And it freeze frames. Freeze frame and then we go to the in the middle of the so movie. Awesome. You never freeze frame in the middle of the movie. Nobody does that. This movie does. And it's it does. awesome. Because it really has to nail it home that he's a ninja now. <laughs> based solely on grief. Right. Yeah. And his face does show the grief oh, in man. this freeze frame. <laughs> like, it almost looks like, ouch, I pulled my groin. But... They didn't want to show when he actually fell down and started grabbing his leg. Like, oh, shit, guys. So this other lady, she's getting hassled uh, by by ruffians. Uh, I think they're going to try to have their way with her right there. But they're also kidnapping her for the warehouse, not just robbing her. Um, but there he is. New York this Ninja is the lady strikes. in white. Yeah. New York Ninja strikes right then. And he, he's got shurikens. They don't really see him. He doesn't do anything. He just shurikens these guys away from that lady. And she runs off. But then there's a purse snatching down the road. 
These aren't these aren't the gang ruffians, Jackie. These are just different assorted ruffians. In fact, yeah. there's so many different ruffians in New York at this point in time. These guys are just regular purse snatchers, but the guy he the guys he has to fight along the way are not related to the purse snatchers at all. They're just hey, there's a guy we should fight ruffians. That's how many different this is factions of ruffians there are. Front end Batman year one playbook, just start kicking the shit out of everybody on the bottom end mm-hmm. to get them afraid so that only the top end guys come out. Yeah, there you go. All nice. right. Okay, yeah, that's a good that's a good plan. And just like in Batman Year One, uh, his first tactic to fight these guys is to do it on roller skates. The bat skates. Yes. <laughs> Wheels. My mom and is it's like, like- He's not very good at roller skating. <laughs> no, he's terrible. He is so slow. <laughs> he is so slow. <laughs> and it's like he's he's kind of hunched over, like he's ready to fall down at any minute. Uh-huh. But then he like kicks his foot out like, okay, I got one more rolling, guys. And they're like, there's this couple and they're like, wow, do you see that? Look at that roller skating ninja fight those guys. Get it on camera, honey. <laughs> he's like, fat kid at the roller skate rink. Like, oh, <laughs> Wow, I can't believe it. <laughs> Look at that. Uh so they fight him. Yeah, they're they're recording it and then she's like, We can we can speed this footage up later, right? <laughs> Fix it in post. <laughs> so they're attacking him with like sticks and stuff, just random guys. He's chasing after these purse snatchers, and random guys are coming at him. Uh he does ninja stuff to them. And backflips over a car while not wearing roller skates. And then suddenly his roller skates are back the next sequence. And they chase him down into an alley. And uh, he beats the shit out of a bunch of guys down there. I think he kills these guys. Like, he leaves one alive. This guy on this motorcycle, he's like, tell your friends. This is that's the Batman. Except Batman doesn't kill him; he just puts him in the hospital to the point that they'll never be the same. But they're still alive. I think these guys are dead. He kills them. Yeah, he kills them. Well, he even admits to guy who can't wear his hat right, detective, that he wants to kill them all. Right. Right. Yeah. No, he's he's bloodthirsty. Yep. Yeah. Um. All right. Uh, so. New York Ninja is a thing. He's in the papers. Uh, the news is covering him. He's everywhere. Uh, the town is like, hey. Um, so the news crew, the crime reporter lady, they're out filming ruffians. And uh, John, he he just goes for lunch randomly. And then these, the while he is out, there's two ladies that are getting hassled on while they're in their sweet uh, shit brown 240Z. And I want that car so fucking bad. Yeah. I drooled over it the whole time. I'm like, oh, God, I want to travel back in time and get that car for cheap. Um, and so it's the New York politically Ninja incorrect up. red is what that color was. Politically incorrect red. <laughs> oh, gross. <laughs> I just now got that. That's gross. <laughs> Disgusting, Sammy. <laughs> So New York Ninja shows up. He saves them. Uh, he fights them all on film. The news team's got it. So now he's even more famous. And my favorite thing that uh, happens in this movie that Jackie just let go under the radar is the uh, cameraman, Rick, or Jake, Jack? I don't yeah. know. Uh, he Jack. says, 
wow, where did he come from? And the lady reporter says, where did he go? And I say, where did you come from, yep. Cotton Ajo? <laughs> yeah, that's the thing that the guy did on purpose. You have to. Oh, We have to assume. Oh, oh yeah, I guess this is in post. <laughs> yes. Like, they did. Cotton Eye Joe didn't exist in 84, Sam. <laughs> Wait, this movie's But he did when this movie was rewritten. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. Um, elsewhere, uh, Jimmy Cufflinks is... His, uh, did they wreck his car yet? Whose? No, 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 no. no, no. Got Jax. Okay, yeah. Jax, no. No, we're, we're right there. Um, we get We see that Jimmy Cufflinks has a warehouse of these ladies... So it's a it's a torture harem, but it's not because their job is to sell these gals. It's a warehouse. Sam. Why are they torturing him? Because he's a dick. I don't think that they're torturing him as much as they're just keeping them scared by hitting them every once in a while and raping the ones that they've got on the table. Yeah, that's not torture. It's pretty tortury, Jackie. That is torture. But also one so of his. I need your definition of torture. If that's not torture. <laughs> Nobody expects the Spanish Inquisition. <laughs> That's it for Jack. Didn't shove a stick of dynamite up their ass and <laughs> blow them up. That's not torture. You didn't shove a pole straight up their ass and have them slide down it over a period of six weeks. That's not torture. <laughs> you didn't put them in a cocoon filled with needles. That's not torture. <laughs> These guys look like a bunch of two pump chunks. So, so it's not even yeah, torture. It's torture. Never mind. It's just, it's just awful that God. I even said that. I'm sorry. You're sitting there laying there post getting raped and you're like, is this torture? I mean, that was bad raping. Is it torture? <laughs> Amateurs. Amateurs. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody expects the Spanish Inquisition. They come. Where's your it right. electrified mattress? Yeah, right. Where's the nipples and the battery connector? Get Mel Gibson in here. Um, so... Uh, now the ruffians are attacking Jack's car. He's like, hey, those ruffians are attacking the, that car. <laughs> is, they really are done fucking this car up for no apparent reason. Mm -hmm. When Randy, the reporter's like, Jack, that's your car. And he's like, oh, hey, <laughs> hey, stop it. The first time ever in film. Someone is less reticent of what their car looks like than Frank Drebin. Right. <laughs> and he makes the dumb move. He knows that there's roving bands of gangs that are just fucking up all of New York. And he's like, you can't do that. That's my car. With his lady reporter by his side, he should have just been like, yeah, I have insurance. Let's get the fuck out of here. But he's like, stop it. After a gang of guys roll his car over. <laughs> Yeah, After no. breaking all the glass, he waits for them to fuck up his car all the way. And then she's like, isn't that your car? And he's like, oh, shit, it is. Let's do something about this now. Yeah, right. Now that it's on, it's yeah, it's pop. too late. That car is gone. So they're chased. Uh, she gets nabbed and he gets chased up on a roof. They're all they're beaten up pretty good. But then New this York Ninja's on the rooftop. This is great because I haven't been able to mention this running style in a number of years on the podcast, but the actress playing the news beat reporter has a real strong case of the Costas Mandalore high knees. <laughs> she can't move in those heels very well. 
<laughs> but she's working hard and not going fast. <laughs> no, she's not. Um, ninja stars come flying out, and they're monogrammed now. He he has taken his shurikens to an etcher and been like, "Can you put New York Ninja on these? When I throw them at guys, it's gonna be super cool." Or he's doing it all himself with a sharpie. <laughs> Gorilla marketing. Uh, I got T-shirts. I've got uh, USB drives with, with uh, New York Ninja written on it. I've got pens. There's colored, colored marker corrugated plastic signs later. He's yep. red gorilla marketing. He's uh, in. Uh, what All else in. Do we? Oh, lanyards. I've got a shit ton of lanyards. Nobody wants the lanyards, but I've got a shit ton of New York Ninja lanyards uh, and uh, shurikens. Uh, can we get the shurikens? I'll take those. Damn it. Everybody wants the shurikens. Nobody wants the lanyards. <laughs> Why did I buy these? I spent my entire budget on lanyards. You can put your <laughs> keys around your neck. <laughs> Will my keys hit me in the face? Most likely. <laughs> Just like this shuriken. Die. Yeah. Uh, so uh, Jake, Jack, uh, the, there's much silly fighting up here. I can't even get into it. I it's unclear if he kills these guys or not, because the fight just kind of like ends. No, the jockstrappers come back for more later. Yeah, he doesn't kill these guys. He, they just get away. Um, So Jack, he runs down to the boss, and he finds Randy passed out in the back of his car. What is she doing in there? All of the high knees made her tired. Yeah. Randy, you're okay. Yeah, I, I got into the back of our boss's car and fell asleep. What happened to Jack? To who knows? <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, through all out all this, uh, TPK he's 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 a bit of a newsie. Uh, he's he's always buying the paper and watching the local news, and he's starting to get a little frustrated about this New York Ninja guy. So he's got to boil his face off once again. Yeah, meanwhile, the newspaper is still king because these people are out there fighting with the street ruffians side by side with the New York ninja. And they may get some play at 10 o'clock, but uh, whoever's the crime reporter for mm -hmm. the newspaper's front page every day. Yeah, every day. Eating their lunches. Well, the kid, he's out trotting around, feeling pretty good about life, uh, singing a song, dancing as he walks. And he bumps right into a bunch of thugs, and they're like, uh, time's up, kid. Give us our money. Uh, I'm still a kid. I don't have any. They're like, not good enough. So they're going to fuck him up, but the New York Ninja jumps in off the off of like a... He's just everywhere. Like, I'm over here. He's, he's at the park on top of the bathroom roof. <laughs> well, he's very ninja-y. Yep. Big crime that he's fighting. Uh, so he starts, jumps down, does a bunch of backflips for no reason, and the guy shoots him in the heart. Yep. Nice job, New York Missed. Ninja. Missed all of his vitals. I guess. Or it's just the bullet didn't go into his skin because he fishes it out later. It's not very deep. but It doesn't have any uh, deformation either. No, no. Cheap bullets. But pretty good shot, pal. That was that was right in the heart. Uh, also, the short-haired Rick James never sees justice in this movie. No, he does not. 
this is the last time we see short-haired Rick James, who Jackie noticed has a Van Halen logo on his shirt. On his jacket, it's on his sleeve. Yeah, that's um, people like guitars. Yeah, <laughs> that's probably a pretty expensive jacket in 1984. That's yeah, it's uh, a big year for Van Halen. The diaper down. No, it's no, it was in 1984. Fucking 1984. Is that the first Van Hagar? No. No. No, it's Jump. Yeah. Jump and all that, right? Yeah. yeah. See, that's the thing is I like the first three. Oh, Jump is a good time. That's what it's the not. New York Ninjas thinking. That's the beginning of the end for them. Jump is a fine song. You can kiss my ass. It's very. May as well uh, just cart Jerry Sharon up there. Gary <laughs> Sharon up there right fucking now. We get the. Let's just get to the uh, the bad times. Let's just wrap Cafe this up. Mocha Halen. <laughs> Might as well jump off of this bathroom. Jump. <laughs> Go ahead and jump. Um. So then the kid gets shot. <laughs> That's funny. That was a bad uh, He's segue. He's dead. Only. He's dead. I guess he gets but shot. Not. Like immediately drops to the ground. Eyes are closed. That kid is dead. Which means that Rick James, short-haired Rick James, is the only serious villain in here. Mm -hmm. Because he just sees too much trouble and cuts his losses right there. He's like, I will shake some other fools down. These two are too much trouble. I'm just going to shoot them. Right. Yeah. So John wakes up, takes the kid back to his home, and does the uh, Rambo uh, bullet pull out. And I guess he did that to the kid, too, who has been shot in the back, wakes up. And he's like, oh, John, it's so good to see you, but why can't I feel my legs? <laughs> yeah, I guess the bullet, because oh, he's got was... a chest wound, so it passed right through harmlessly, and uh -huh. then some incense and a plastic Buddha healed him Okay, versus taking him to the hospital. That checks out. Yeah, which would have been fine to do. I don't think it's fine to do. <laughs> Taking a kid to the hospital. Oh, oh, the the yeah, like becoming this kid's instant father uh, with your holistic medicine uh, and not notifying his parents. I, I guess he's a street urchin. I don't know, but either way, like this is all the wrong things to do yes. when a child gets shot because of your vigilantism. Well, and you know that the kid's fucked up, right? Because the first thing the kid says is, "Will you be my friend?" Yeah, sure, kid. <laughs> Then it comes he doesn't say yes, several... your kid. He's like, yes, we're best friends. Hell now. yeah. <laughs> Have you ever gone fishing? Quotes, right. Air quotes fishing. <laughs> Which is several weeks later. Yeah. So this kid like never left. Never left. They're, he's now this this kid's father. They went on. The, the only thing missing from this film was a montage where they're doing all sorts of activities like going to the carnival together, running along the beach together, all to the backdrop of something tells me I'm into something good. Yeah. That's this is what has happened and has been lost to the to the scissors of time. There was a montage. These guys are best friends and also father and son now. And then they go And then we get fishing. Fishing. Awkwardness. Awkward fishing in your undies. Because I was waiting for his business to fall out of his swimsuit. There was nothing left to the imagination here. <laughs> yeah, there was a big gap. You 
you need just like, okay, any minute now, his his shit's gonna fall out. Did you see that guy's balls? They were weird looking. What's the their thought pattern here is like, I'm gonna do this and the ladies are gonna be like, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Did you see that guy in the mankini with the kid fishing with a bamboo stick? Hot stuff. Also, there was a you wear that around a child. <laughs> Not good. It was more than a little creepy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, so there's a big Halloween parade. Uh, the uh, TPK is there. He's now a hypnotist as well as one of his things to get ladies. He's got darts. We haven't mentioned his dart pen. He's just got little poo that he shoots out of a, a bick, a click bick. Pen. He's got a pen nail gun thing. Yeah, that he can hit anybody with. It's also rapid fire. Um, it's it's very James Bond villain type device or Q device, yeah. whatever. Um, but now he's a hypnotist. He's like, oh, you're getting very sleepy. She's like, I'm what? You're getting, just stare at this pendulum. Uh, hold on. Somebody wants to talk to me. Just just stay there. Just stay there for a second. Uh, yeah. I like your mask, says the kid who's also wearing a clown mask. Yeah, that's great, kid. And then he turns around. Okay, uh, where were we? Um, you were hypnotizing me. You told me to stare at this medallion and uh, to I would fall asleep and then you were going to uh, rape me. Uh, so are we doing this or what, mister? Oh, yeah. Sorry, sorry. Uh, you're getting very sleepy and uh, now you're hypnotized. And so he takes her back to his car and rapes her, but also lights candles which makes him get melty, and then he is able to transfer his melty radiation hands onto her, which irradiates her heart so much, I guess she dies. She dies from his back padding radioactiveness while screwing. This sex is as dubious as the fishing we saw earlier. It is... I mean, I kept asking Jackie, what's going on? He's like, well, he's raping... No, I get that part. That's the easy part. I get that. What is happening that I don't understand? None of this is making sense to me. There's a, he's lighting candles and going, ah, which makes him his hands get melty. And then she dies yep. from melty hands. But she doesn't seem to hate it. Like he's hypnotized her into a point that she's embraced death because he like puts his hands on her back and she's like, yeah, <laughs> and dies. Uh. And you're like, is she dead or did she just have some radiation burns on her back? But in the next scene, she's clearly dead. She's quite dead, which is mourning. He, they spent the night together in the backseat of his car. He was with a dead person. He liked it because yeah. some guys come to rob him. And he's like, she's sleeping. Leave her alone. And then he uses his pen nail gun on the guy's eyes. But after... His chauffeur shows up who likes to chew on his own hair. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Rat tail. Elijah Woodstad. And is an expert dancey swordsman. <laughs> the guy that he shoots in the eyes gets back up after uh -huh. the swordsman defeats, vanquishes his other uh, sidekick or whatever. And then he gives him the three stooges poke in the eyes that he's already shot with nails. Yes. Guy's eyes in are... Case they weren't not working all the way. Uh, 
He's gonna have. He's gonna need glasses after all this. That's for sure. It's my prognosis. All right. So uh, TPK he meets up with the pale man, and the pale man's like, "I'm disappointed. You're not making enough progress on capturing these ladies whose headshots I gave you." Well, I do things my way. Oh yeah. Well, maybe I should do it my way. No. You're going to do it my way, and you're going to like it, says TPK. Okay, we'll get to work. Um, so he calls uh, uh, Johnny Cufflinks, Jimmy Cufflinks, and says, uh, you guys are fucking around. Stop fucking around. Go get some more ladies. Uh, and also get that reporter, because she's getting too close. Mm-hmm. To what? The last time we dealt with the reporter, she got too close to her friend's car. Not the TPK case at all. And she's been filming the New York Ninja, who also is not on the case of the TPK killer. No one's close at all. You're fine. You were three feet away from the New York Ninja, and neither one of you recognized one another. No idea at all. Yep. Okay, get that reporter lady. Um. So the mayor, the mayor of New York... <laughs> <laughs> denim dawn these aren't even good they're shitty soiled jeans <laughs> and he's he's in the he's at a playground giving a news report news interview all by himself now the mayor of des moines might be able to do that but i don't think the mayor of new york doesn't have an entourage everywhere he fucking goes this guy is all by himself including i think the mayor of new york What's his butt, Adams? Uh, I think he's even got so- Secret Service. I think when you're that big, when you're the mayor of the biggest city in the world, uh, I think you get some Secret Service. But he's just out at this playground giving an interview about crime. <laughs> the mayor of Des Moines has nicer pants than this. That is also true. Um, I couldn't, I was completely fixated on how shitty his pants were the whole time. I was like, really? This guy that you got to play the mayor doesn't have cleaner pants. (laughs) Maybe he was playing with the children at the playground before his TV interview, because that's what the mayor of New York has to do. I got to play with these kids. Um, No, you got big stuff to do. Uh, So the ruffians, they walk up. And they uh, nab the reporter and they punch the mayor of New York right in the face. Sit down, old man. Yeah. I want to I wanna take a break and uh, see if you guys can decipher this. I'm going to describe this for uh, the, the audience. I'm using a notebook that my child has used to do doodles. And every now and then I have to flip through, skip a couple pages uh, to, to write notes. Um, but here's what he's got. He's got like a Godzilla alligator guy who's got crab hands uh, trying to pick up a stick figure who appears to have six arms. And the uh, subtitle is Ohio Be Like. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Ohio Be Like. An alligator kaiju trying to pick up six-armed guy? I feel <laughs> like it's pictorial representation of the Ohio primary. <laughs> that's, 
okay. It's a weird one for weird subtitle for a ten year old. That's what a wild yeah. like. <laughs> oh. Okay, so the kids in this movie, uh, they see uh, this all shake down because they're at the playground and they're like, we're hatching our own plan. So they dress up as freaking ninjas and fight armed men. These men have guns and they're whacking them with These little sticks. are the top of the rung, the ladder. These are the top notch thugs in this movie. This is uh-huh. the cream of the crop that right. isn't a supervillain. Correct. And they're descended upon by playground children and and vanquished immediately. Ah, this is like fucking Kramer getting his ass kicked in the alleyway. <laughs> children. What? Yay, we did it. We chased him off. Yay. Um, so now TPK and uh, his driver, uh, they're, they found the reporter lady who has been jogging with rick and rick is like god i'm really sweaty maybe you and i should take a shower together and she's like oh rick or jake jack sorry but he is a rick yeah. he's a total rick um and he's like well there's the lady we wanted to nab earlier sir do you want me to pull over near her no i want you to go after this check guy i like i like this what this check guy is doing is is what i'm about so get jack so they that, cha- that guy's one of the pictures right uh no that's a dude that is clearly a man. It's just a it's just a curly haired doofus, might say. I like I like the way he's working it. So uh, get him. So he darts him, and uh, meanwhile Janet has been Detective Janet, who is also the mortician or not the mortician. What's the morgue guy? What are those called? Coroner. Coroner. Um, she's nabbed in her own car. She's got a cool Gen One Celica. I liked it. Uh, and then now the client is down at the docks and he's telling the other detective that he's actually fucking Interpol. What? Yeah. What? Yeah. I'm undercover Interpol. I've been enlisting TPK to, uh, kidnap women and sell them back to me so that I can sell them to other clients to know who's buying at the top level, maybe? Wait, am I a sex trafficker? Yeah, dude. Yeah. Yeah, you totally are sex entrapment. Yes. Yeah, you're. Hey, I got an idea to reduce the uh, uh, amounts of ladies getting stolen for sex trafficking. How about you don't hire people to steal women for sex trafficking? Interpol? Oh. Is this all our fault? Yeah, dude. Yep. (laughs) Oh. He's like, this wasn't a problem, but we're sure it was going to be. Uh, I've got, I'm, this is clearly going to be nipped at the bud once we get all this sorted out. I've got my assistant, Jeff, taking notes for me. (laughs) Right. God damn it. Huh. Okay. Uh, so John's walking along, he's got a skip in his step and he, uh, sees in the car, Johnny cufflinks and he notices the cufflinks specifically that he gave his wife or that she was clutched onto at the beginning of the movie. He's like, that's the guy. Okay. Not going to do shit about it now, but they're like, Hey, that's the guy. He was at the park with those kids. Let's follow him. 
So they follow him, which is dubious, but I'm just going to plow through that. Uh, they yeah. follow him, and he goes and he calls Randy, the reporter. He's like, you got to meet me out in the woods someplace. And she's like, you got it, best friend. I'll do whatever you want me to do. Just don't, you know, I trust you fully. I'm not even worried about you not showing up. And he totally doesn't show up. <laughs> he does not. He uses her as bait. What a dick. And then fucks off after she's yep. nabbed. <laughs> Like he jumps out of the tree, poor does his worst ninjaing in this whole movie. Like nothing he uses at the well, actually the second worst because there's a net involved later that's way worse. Yeah. But uh he does a pretty bad job. She just gets they're like, Don't do any ninja stuff or we'll shoot her, and he just stands there as she's escorted away to the warehouse. And he then goes underneath the George Washington bridge and just freaking chills. And not ninja. He went home, got out of ninja yeah. gear, put on John gear, and sat underneath the George Washington Bridge, which is nowhere near a forest. She has nope. been kidnapped for days already. <laughs> yeah. And when her kidnapping happens, we get to either before or after see that part of the conditioning program is to take them outside and make them wander around in some weeds for a while mm -hmm. and then take them back inside and torture them more in their camisoles. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, the detective, uh, detective guy, um, he, uh, he pulls a gun on John. It's like, I know who you are. Cause there was a scene earlier where I was like, ninja, ninja, Ah, ninja! And I think that that's the epiphany that he has that he realizes that John is New York Ninja because X? I don't know. But he now knows that John is New York Ninja. Yeah. And that he's crying underneath the George Washington Bridge. <laughs> so, uh, you want to team up on this, New York Ninja? I would, but you're a cop. Okay. That means you want to take him to jail. I want him dead. I can work with that. Yeah, he's like, I have rules. That's a problem for me. Also, like, NYPD, they've got one of your own. These motherfuckers are screwed. Yeah. The entire force is coming right. after him, and the NYPD are not like kid glove unit in the 80s. No, no, no. Um, so, uh, yeah, they're going to team up. Um, the Johnny Cufflinks and his guys, they call TPK and they're like, hey, uh, we got that reporter lady. Um, what do you what do you want us to do? Well, I want you to give her to my driver. No, I think it's better if you we meet you in person. I don't meet people in person. Yeah, well, we're going to keep her then unless it's you in person. OK, meet me in an hour at uh, the docks. OK, that's good. Hey guys, why why do we need to meet this guy? Cuz we're going to take over his thing. We are? How why? Why do they why what are these guys doing? They've got a great gig going on. They do they? Yeah, 
they can get headshots, it and then seems... they just sit around and they steal the lady. They put the ladies in a warehouse. They like get in their face and go booga booga booga, and uh, then eventually they're like, "Okay, lady, we're sending you to Romania." They don't have a good gig. They seem to have no uh, understanding of currency, and their car is a Civic. Yeah, that's true. They are driving a Civic, so. But maybe that's just because they're sensible bad guys. Three the, dudes, one Civic. The Civic is a good car, Sam. It's a great car. <laughs> um, unless you're a pimp or a kingpin. Then it's not a great car. And why is that? Why can't pimps and kingpins get good gas mileage and high reliability? Why would they do that when they have all the cash? This one's got an AM FM cassette player that comes standard, Sam. You can't fit a lot of things in it. Well, that's why and that's why it has highest safety ratings in its class. These guys can't care about any of that. <laughs> okay. Tachometer got, goes to 7,000 RPMs. It's got a bumper really to bumper warranty. Bumper to bumper warranty for five years, Sam. They bad guys don't care about that shit. I think I think the Civic is a great option for anybody out there. Yeah. <laughs> Even if you're a sex trafficker. <laughs> yeah, there's just only so much traffic you can sex you can traffic in a Civic. It's just so, too small. <laughs> you need a Cadillac. That's where you put the hookers. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um so they he meets up with them, but he's on to them because he's pretending to be his own driver. And they're like, they open up the back door. They're like, hey, there's nobody back here. And he's like, uh, well, I don't know where he's at. They're like, well, you tell us or else that he's like, or else, because I've got guns on you. So you this- drop your guns. And they're like, oh, well, we got guns on you. But yeah, we'll go ahead and drop ours. <laughs> also, why are we doing this ruse? Do they work for you? Just be like, I'm the guy that pays you. Do what I fucking say. You right. can do that right That's here. That's my point. Because instead, the New York Ninja shows up when they're fucking around with each other for no reason. And after a confrontation involving a net that has net reversal. It's a volleyball net. The prop is a volleyball net. It's yeah. not even an actual ninja net that they like sourced out or made the props department. They went to fucking Walmart and got a volleyball net for his ninja net. They, they didn't. They borrowed some yeah, they volleyball borrowed, net from the from rec center, probably <laughs> fucked it up and gave it back and said, it was like that when we got it. <laughs> it wasn't Ninja Tom Foolery that <laughs> fucked up that volleyball net. <laughs> oh, the net. And he ends up getting netted because of his own yeah, net. <laughs> so they're like, he nets them. And then the guy gets out the plutonium killer and he's like, hey, stop that or I'll shoot you. <laughs> And they're like, yeah, get this net off us and onto you. And he has to help them net himself. <laughs> right. <laughs> but then and he- then at this point, the plutonium killer is like, okay, we can quit fucking around. You work for me now. Or like, hey, go get him. And they're like, okay. Like, they knew that they worked for him. <laughs> right. And they were just fucking big dicking it to each other they apologize I don't know what that was about he says you morons go get him and there one guy says okay sorry okay <laughs> sorry 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 about earlier when we tried to kill you 
Uh, Our hang down competition got a little heated and out of hand. I don't know where we were on that whole thing. I mean, I, uh, I said no from the start, just so you know, sir. These two, though, I just don't know if you can trust them. So Dave Grohl's dad is a real wild card. (laughs) So he the New York Ninja has disappeared. He Batman's them and then is just backflipping through a field someplace. Like to get away. He's back. I think he's back kind of near the warehouse. Yeah, He's backflipping to the warehouse and gets to a dirt road where out steps the driver rat tail. Who has one sword, or is it two? He's got multiplicity oh, no. sword. He's got a sword cane that turns which into which is bad. That ass. turns into two swords. That turns into yeah. two swords that look nothing like they could fit in a cane. Definitely not. Yeah, definitely not with the handles and stuff that they had. It was like, well, it was just a small wolf head at the top of that cane. There's, there's just no way. Yeah, these are like uh, rapiers. Is that what these are? Frenchy. They're, I don't know what the actual fencing sword is. Is that a rapier? Yeah. A fencing sword is called an epi. An actual sword that's like a fencing sword is called a rapier. So I think these, these are, are epi. No, epis are harmless. They don't have a point. But or... they're pointy. No, they don't. Epis don't have a point. So that's They've got what a ball he's got. at the end. He's got Probably a rapier. Probably because no one gets stabbed. You totally to just death missed everything shooting. I said. A epi is what they use in fencing. A rapier is what they use in death. I know. And what he's using is what's used in fencing. That makes him a very dumb villain. But he's fighting a guy with a plastic sword, so. Oh, you mean the act. God damn it, Sam. Fuck you. He's fighting (laughs) with a rapier. That's what the movies say. What actually is happening. Okay, so... uh, uh, they're out fighting the cop. He is, uh, stalking the warehouse, just hanging out in the grass, watching while they're parading the ladies around so that they could get some thistles stuck in their feet, I guess, or their nylons. I'm not sure. The torture. Ah, <laughs> these guys aren't actually torturers. Maybe Jackie was right. Yeah. My nylon. There's a run in it. Why did you walk me so close to these hedges? <laughs> ah. Okay. Um. So they're sword fighting, and eventually the rat tail enters Jackie's thing, shrunken sword style. And they have to tell us that with an auto dub because the guy just starts acting like he's a three musketeer that is drunk as fuck and can't stand up. And it's just kind of wobbling all over the place like he's Captain Jack Sparrow. Yeah. Oh, drunken sword style. Bring it is what John the yeah. New York Ninja says. And it doesn't work as well as what he was doing before. No, he dies. He is dead from drunken sword style. Cut through the chest. Uh, it's tomorrow now because these guys started fighting at dusk and now the sun is out. Uh, there was also a brief sequence where TPK did some gross face stuff in the dark, whatever. Um, and, uh, he, TPK has a newspaper article that's got a picture of Jack and he stares at it 
and he does the light thing, and then he becomes Jack. Oh, this was an unclear superpower that he had, apparently. Just waited till now to use. What is... Jack, I love Jack. (laughs) Also, isn't Jack kidnapped? Jack got darted. We don't... They know put him what in the happened car. To Jack. He got darted. He was like, follow that guy. Hold on, I'm gonna dart him. Choo-choo. And then that's we, we haven't seen Jack until he becomes Jack. Is he just like, God, Jack is a man. When, and I want no, to be the like him. New York Ninja fights those guys off, so Jack just comes too, and he's across town and he doesn't have a car anymore. No, 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 no. That was of the guy. home, he finds a better gig. TPK. We never see Jack again. TPK. You I, I've Seriously, we ran through the scene, Sam. He's following. There's the lady. Should we get her, sir? No. They get Jack. They dart Jack and kidnap Jack, Sam. That is the last time we saw Jack. Not the ruffians. Maybe Jack is dead. I don't know. I think he's wearing Jack like a skin suit. That's a possibility because he does tear that off later. So I'm going to go with Jackie's assumption that he just likes to look at pictures and jack off and then actually wears Jack as a skin suit. And Jack on because he's putting Jack, jack on. on. <laughs> it's total Jack on. It's a Jack on, Jack off. <laughs> he screws himself. Why are you putting you. Jack? Why are you putting Jack on so that later I can take Jack off? It's cold outside. Met my cousin Jack, <laughs> last name Mayhaw. <laughs> uh, it's 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 raining outside. You might want to put a light jacket on, or maybe you want to put on a jacket. Jack, damn it! Because if you jacket, <laughs> yeah, okay, I'll put on a jacket. All right. So I guess Jack didn't make it. That sucks. Uh, so the ninja, he starts darting the dudes at the warehouse. Oh, the cop also did the worst plan ever. He just walked up to one goon and was like, I got you now. And like 50 guns get pointed at him. He's like, shit, yeah. damn it. Bad plan. So he's now kidnapped as well. Uh, New York Ninja, he uh, starts darting guys outside. He drops into the warehouse and he starts cutting the ladies free. Um, and they're like, yay, but then bad guys come in, he disappears, and the lady's like, shit, we gotta get out of here. Uh, they run outside, and, um, then earlier, I only want to talk about this because it's, it's not really relevant, but I just, we have to mention how bad at Karate Detective Janet is, and how glorious it is when she does it, because there's this eye patch dude, I guess eye patch is like the whip guy who just wanders (laughs) around the warehouse and is like... Ah, ladies, you suck. But it's a leopard print fuzzy whip. Right, right, right. Uh, And he earlier was like, I'm going to have some fun with you, Detective Janet. She's like, oh, you're gross. And so they fight. And he's like, hey, how about you give me some head? And then he headbutts her. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, You gave her head, dipshit. Yeah. And then she pokes him in the eye patch and he goes, yeah, my eye. Yep. That you don't have. <laughs> my she also kicks him cavity. in the balls 17 times. <laughs> so funny. 
And then the cop guy's like, come on, ladies, get in this van. It's just right over here. I don't know whose van this is. Well, before that, they escape and then they just go huddle around a trash (laughs) barrel that's that's on fire. Like, oh, God, finally warm. They're they're like maybe five feet away from where they just escaped from. We're going to stop here at this bum burn barrel and get warm. It's warm. We're in our underwear. It's nighty. It's not. It's not a flannel nighty, Jackie. <laughs> or, or maybe they're just like moss to the flame. Ooh, yeah. Okay, so uh, Randy, the reporter, she sees Jack. She's like, "Hooray, Jack! You're here!" And he's like, "Yeah, it's me, Jack. Your cameraman guy. I've got curly hair, and my name is Jack. Come over here." She's like, oh, well, are we going to go out later for dinner and go to our usual sandwich shop? And he's like, I don't know where that is. And the ninja's like, that's not Jack. And he holds up a mirror and he catches the sun and he shoots him in the eyes. And uh, PTK can't handle sunlight. So he tears off Jack's face and throws it on the ground. So, yeah, I guess Jack is So dead. he tears Jack off. He jacks off, yeah. Jack on, Jack off. So, uh, and then he pulls a gun on Randy, and he puts her in the car, and the New York Ninja, he grapples the bumper and gets dragged until he can do the reverse footage thing where he leaps out of the trunk, but it's in reverse, so he actually leaps into the trunk. Yeah. And it's awesome. And he takes her to a hangar, where I guess he's already got his mans there ready to take off in a chopper because this was his plan. Why is he even there? He just showed up. I think up. he thought that the guy was going to be there that was supposed to have the plane open for him. No, 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 no. The plane no. is locked back up, back, back. the pilot's back, not back, there. Back, 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 Why is TPK at the lady warehouse? Why is he there? To get Janet. Huh? Doesn't he? To get the news reporter lady. Oh, Randy. Because he's... Funding the whole operation. But he just like, my ninja sense is tingling. I should go down to the warehouse as Jack. Why is he going to the thing that's falling apart rather than just cutting his losses and leaving? I'm not sure. While wearing Jack's face. I guess he, maybe this is how I get that reporter to love me. Maybe, is that what he's doing? Is it? No. Okay. He's like, I can salvage this shit show. I'll show up in disguise, kill the ninja, and then we'll just cram all the ladies back into that room for later. Oh, okay. Oh, shit. The ninja busted me on my Jack disguise. I can't kill him now. I should run away and take the reporter with me to my secret hangar chopper place. Yes. Okay. Uh, so the, the goons are there. They've killed some guys. Ninja shows up. He's on top of a chopper and, uh, he kills some of the ninjas while TPK or kills some of the goons while TPK makes his escape to a different chopper, gets into the chopper and the chopper pilot that they've killed hostage looks over and says, this one's out of gas. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, yep. God he damn it. does. And that's really what the actor says. You're like, good script. <laughs> nice. There's no gas in this one. 
so the also, ninja just helicopter escapes in general because their range is so poor. Right. Right. Where are they going to just take them to a car that's somewhere else? You can take them wherever you want, Sam. They're a chopper. That's the point. It's just you're not going to get there because you're going to crash it on the goddamn way. Yeah. But in theory, they can land in all sorts of areas. Yeah. Yeah. So the ninja, he flips in, he jumps out the door and starts flipping across the runway. And uh, TPK pulls out a sword, an extendo sword, like one of those extendo pen things where you, it has a magnet on the end so you can pick up bolts that you've dropped into yeah, little crevices. Or a, a shitty Star Wars lightsaber. Yeah, telescoping sword. Not going to work. Nope. And so much, I I don't have time. I don't have time to write what happens because so much shit is happening here. I've only got so much nonsense ensues. Yeah, so the best part of what happens is that the New York ninja grabs the blade and then uses his sword to re-untelescope the bad right. guy's sword. <laughs> and then while they're wrestling uses the sword to try to pick his sunglasses off. And he's like, oh, ow, ooh, stop it, stop it, stop it. God, it's hilarious. At one point, the TPK tries to cut his head off from the back, but his short sword is in his uniform. And it's like, why won't your head come off? Well, because I got a sword back there. Sword proof sword. Protects my head. <laughs> cool yeah um yep so he runs and he gets into another chopper he stitched the reporter he's like okay fuck the reporter plan i don't have enough gas for her and the ninja he grapples on he's hanging this is a big stunt because there's a man hanging from a chopper it's not that's flying that's flying and it's flying at distance this chopper takes off the guy's probably at minimum what 100 feet above the ground not that much, but you're gonna. 50? You're dying. You're dead. You're dead. Yeah, you're. T- and it's, it's got to be John Liu doing it himself because they can't afford anybody else right, to do it. Right. It's a big stunt for a tiny little film like this. So he climbs up his own little grapple, and uh, they kind of tussle a little bit, and then he falls. Ah, and they hit, you hear. Hey, there's what's that peeping sound? Oh, is that a bomb? Kaboom! And the chopper blows up. Ninja bomb. Ninja bomb. Or powdered eggs, which we haven't talked about at all. The amount of it's powdered not eggs. powdered eggs. They're hard-boiled eggs that turn into flour. Yeah, flour eggs. It's not ninja smoke. <laughs> it, he, like, holds up a hard-boiled egg that looks mm-hmm. like sometimes they're not even peeled all the way. Right. And then he throws it at people, and they just get hit by, like, a flour on well, their face. We shouldn't like, say. Oh. we shouldn't say poorly peeled have you ever tried to peel a floured egg, Sam? Damn near impossible. Not a flour. Pow- no, it's a. They're just hard boiled eggs. No, it's a floured egg. It's not a powdered egg. It's a floured There's egg. There's no such thing. He's got them in this movie. They're floured oh. eggs. <laughs> floured eggs. Uh, okay. So, yeah, he, he did that. Um, the cops pull up. He's dangling from, like, I guess a, a crane or something. I don't know. Maybe some telephone pole he jumped off of the helicopter and grappled onto something at 
that used to be at a dock or a train dock yeah. or something. And yeah, one of those. He's cranes. just hanging up there. And the police crane. are like, "Come down for their hey, freeze or we'll shoot." And he's like hanging there, like, "I can't. I need to get down." <laughs> help! Help! And then they're help like, here. "Come down. You're right." So they put him in handcuffs and he's taken into custody. All right, you're going away for a long time, Buster Wade. Who are these kids? Yay, New York Ninja. Yay, yay. They've got signs. Picket, yep. Picketing his arrest. Yay, we love him. And he just kind of, he like Homer Simpson's into the bushes. <laughs> yeah, he just goes, no, 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 and just ducks out of the shot and disappears. All right, with where'd he go? Magic. <laughs> And the guy, the cop with the hats, like, guess he got away. I'll handle the paperwork on this one. You boys go have the night off. Yay, say the kids as they run off. Uh, Up on the rooftop of his house, uh, Randy stops by. She tells him that the movie's over. And uh, he looks at the camera and points at us. And I can't remember what he says, but he says something like, that's good news. Freeze frame. Yeah. Yay. And then I have more. Because, <laughs> again, the New York Ninja will return in L.A. Ninja. Yes. All right. Cool. A sequel. Oh, wait. What? Damn it. Yeah. And uh, then the amazing end credits. So freaky. He's got his own theme song. This is a movie that has his own theme song where they tell us the plot of the film. Yeah. But they save it till the end. And then all these B shots of break dancers and ninja signs. There's a Native American guy holding yeah. a sign for no reason. <laughs> it's There's a crazy like old lady with puppets. Yep. Puppet stuff, lady. Just thinking that there was going to be a music video. <sighs> New York Ninja. He's a ninja. Awesome. Oh, my God. I love this movie. I love it. I love it so much. So, I mean, this is one of those movies that, like, doing a podcast. I wanted to do this because I want everybody to see this movie. Um, It goes hand in hand with all of our other ninja shit, which we've covered, like, 20 ninja movies on this podcast at this point. It's kind of my. It's a real good double feature with Miami Connection. Yeah. Yeah. There's a Miami. I'd run this one first. There's a Miami connection uh, taste to it. There's also a little bit of American Samurai uh, to it. There's a little American Ninja. Uh, I mean, it's just all of it. It, it. This is a textbook ninja movie for sure. Um, but yeah, what was I? Where was I going with that thought? Uh, questions. Recommendations. No questions. Oh, questions. Questions. We had to have burned up all of our questions in the because you can't talk about it with Trout trying to make sense of it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Me too. Uh, my question is, where does this rank in the pantheon of uh, ninja movies that we've covered? I'll go with Jackie. Where are you? If if this is, say we've done 20 ninja movies, would you put this in the middle, top, bottom? Where would you put it, Jax? Uh, I'd probably put it about like eight. Hmm. I, I was very entertained. It, I mean, it, it moved at a pretty good clip. It was entertaining enough, and the karate was so bad, and some of the weird things that they did artistically that I just laughed my ass off. You you fell and, down you laughing. Know, now a that times. Sam's mom has said stab her in the baby, <laughs> right in the baby, <laughs> right in the baby. Oh, right in the baby. I mean, now it's like shit. I this is 
It gets in the top 10. <laughs> okay. Sammy? I'm going to go with the one that has Brent Huff and Shokasugi as number one. Yeah. Uh, number two That's is going to be Miami Connection because mm-hmm. they get the ninja out at the end. Um, Against the ninja. Ninja three. Then probably this one. Okay. I would also put this in the top five. Uh, I... I Totally, but Amer- you always, we always, you even said this on uh, the American podcast. Thing, I like the um, God. I, I no, freaking love American five Ninja. American Ninjas before this, so yeah. five. Number but it's five. It's pretty goddamn good for some guy that we never even heard of, and that this movie didn't even exist before twenty twenty one. And the yeah. fact that it's a passion project is something special to me. That has a bit of vanity gone awry with that bikini sequence. Oh yeah, good totally, God, totally. Sam, do you have any questions? <laughs> I don't. Okay. Final recommendations. Jackie. Uh, it's a do. Like I said, I was entertained. I thought it was funny. Um, I, I don't think it was supposed to be funny, but it was funny for me. And I laughed a lot and it was good for zingers. And it does have a weird scene where a man in a speedo is out fishing with a 10 year old boy. Yep. His balls. And you, you're not even sexified by it. You're just, oh my God his junk is going to fall out and that kid is going to be traumatized. And that's the real lesson of this movie. I think that kid's pretty traumatized. He got shot because of a goddamn fucking vigilante yeah. ninja. I mean, that kid, that kid's not going, he's not doing well. Yeah. So I'll give it a do. His dude. And also he's not in the movie ever again. God damn it. She comes to the rooftop and is like, Hey, they found those guys that killed your wife. And he's like, sweet. Hey, wait, aren't you a dad? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Nice job, John. Sam. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's academic to give it a do because I just said it's number five in my ninja movies. Yeah. Um, you should not just do it. You should get some people to come over and have a fun time. Do yeah. a, have get some food, refreshments, uh, possibly even double feature it with any of those other five we mentioned have a ninja sunday have a ninja party yep ninja ninja movie sunday uh i obviously i'm gonna give it a do i love this uh it's a surprise it was a big sign of surprise to me i didn't know that this movie exists i just happened to flip in through the movies and saw the and i was like eh, i'll pull the trigger on this and i was like holy shit this is fucking great um so it's a total do you will also enjoy it, fans, if you've enjoyed any of the other ninja-style movies that we've ever done. This is up your alley. Uh, next week on the podcast is Sam's pick. What you got? Uh, I'm going to go right back to the same well we yanked this one out of, and it's called Action USA. Action From USA. Vinegar Syndrome in 2020, there they found this thing. And it's got William Smith most notably, but he is not the leader. I've seen I don't know. It just got found in 2020. So how would we have done that? I've seen it. It had VHS. Okay. Okay. We'll see if it's the same one. Might have had a YouTube transfer that I saw at some point, but I know I've seen Action USA. So, uh, and I think you have as well. But anyways, uh, we'll see what happens next week and get to the exploding chopper.